Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers. Hey guys, sorry about the late start. I uh, was setting up a stop in the DMV. I'm going to be heading out to Baltimore tomorrow to uh, stop at a practice and then head to a couple of schools on Thursday. So I was just trying to get everything set up. Thank you guys for joining me. As always, I'm EJ Holland with TheWolverine.com. I'm going to hang out for about 15, 20 minutes, talk about the latest in Michigan recruiting and answer y'all's questions. So if you have any questions, feel free to hop in at any time. Um, But just a a quick shameless plug, quick promo. You can subscribe to TheWolverine.com right now for $1 for one year. That gets you premium access to all our content message board and all the good stuff all the inside scoop but like i said if you have any questions feel free to answer um i mean feel free to jump in and ask and i will allow you to speak um but just kind of diving right into it i'm currently in dallas so like i said i'm heading out to baltimore tomorrow but currently in dallas michigan recruiting a little more in the state of texas um obviously this is where i'm from but I think that the Wolverines are starting to gain some traction here. Obviously, they have landed Texas guys over the last two cycles. Alex Orgy, Tavier Dunlap, uh, Ike Wona. So I think landing guys like that kind of opens the door for Michigan to gain more footing in the state, especially in the Dallas area, you know, with Dallas being very suburb heavy i think there are a lot of great high academic kids great personality kids that kind of fit that michigan mold it's just about getting them out of the region obviously there's a lot of competition down south you have the in-state schools texas texas a&m you have the regional schools you know oklahoma lsu and, and the sec powers alabama georgia florida all coming in to texas so it is difficult but i think michigan is capable of finding the right highly touted kids. And so I had a chance to see uh, a handful this swing. So I I made six stops in 24 hours, um, five stops yesterday. I made a stop this morning and then kind of took the rest of the the day off to get ready for the DMV swing. But, you know, I started off by going to see one of Michigan's newest offers, Riley Van Poppel out in Argyle. Riley's an interesting prospect in the sense that he's actually rated as a top 150 interior offensive lineman. Again, Michigan just offered, but it was Mike Elston that extended the scholarship, and Elston actually offered Riley as a defensive lineman. So Michigan already has uh, somewhat of a similar prospect in Brooks Barr committed, who's a three-tech guy. Riley would be kind of that type as well. You know, with Riley, he doesn't have the athleticism that necessarily pops out or the length that pops out, but he has a high motor. He's a strong kid. He um, is deceptively athletic. His dad was a a major league pitcher for for the Detroit Tigers 
uh, and various other teams, including the Chicago Cubs. So he has uh, some good genetics. I mean, he's a very well-disciplined player. He plays with great technique, and he's just been getting better and better. He goes to the same trainer as, as fellow Michigan target, uh, Eno Etta, who we'll talk about here in a little bit. But he's, a, he's an interesting prospect. Again, high-motor kid, uh, strong kid, techniques great. So interested to see where things go. He is uh, looking to make a, an official visit to Michigan this summer. So things quickly progressing with him. Uh, again, a top 300 uh, offensive lineman being recruited as a defensive lineman out of Argyle, Texas. So after that, I went out to Flower Mound Marcus to see top 100 Oklahoma wide receiver commit Ashton Cozart. And um, Ashton's uh, a really interesting situation. So he committed to Oklahoma and they, you know, brought over some of the staff from Clemson and kept the same policies that, that had uh, the no visit, I guess, rule in them. And you saw that affect Keon Saab last cycle and Keon ended up defying the rule. He visited Michigan, and obviously he signed with the Wolverines. So Michigan's gone through this kind of no-visit policy in the past, specifically Ron Bellamy, who led the way with Keon. Uh, he's also leading the way with Ashton. So I think he has a general idea of how to navigate this. But more importantly, the last time I saw Ashton, he just wasn't open to talking about Michigan or any other school in general. He was so shut down locked in with Oklahoma, bought into their policies. And now he seems a lot more open. I mean, he did a full-on interview with us. He was excited to talk about Michigan. He wants to get up for an official visit this summer. I think he also really likes Oregon. He was rocking some Oregon gear. So I think he's a kid that's, again, being more and more open. He talked a lot about, you know, NIL and being more marketable and keeping his options open. And so Michigan still has some work to do, obviously on the NIL side, but I think that Ron Bellamy is doing a tremendous job of recruiting him. Just getting in the door with him uh, while he was committed with Oklahoma was great. And I think he's starting to see some progress. So I think he's a, a real possibility. And the thing about Ashton is he's not necessarily a true Texas kid. He was born in the Dallas area, but he spent the majority of his life in the Pacific Northwest. So he was actually in Seattle all the way up until a couple of years ago, he moved back to the Dallas area. And I, again, like I, I think not having those true roots to the South, I think gives him more leeway to leave the South. So I, I really feel like he's a possibility and one of those guys that, you know, Bellamy just works his magic. And at the end of the day, Michigan's right there you know, in it. And I think Ashton's going to take his time with the process. He's committed to Oklahoma, so he's in no rush to make a flip or anything. He could very well stay with Oklahoma, but I think this is a kid that's going to make visits deep into the fall and, you know, we'll see where things stand on signing day in December. Um, after that, I was able to uh, go out to see Eno Etta, an on 300 edge rusher out of the Dallas area as well. Um, Eno is another kid that's not really a true Texas kid. He's actually lived in multiple states, Georgia, Florida, Texas. Uh, I believe he was also born in Seattle, if I remember correctly. He also spent some of his uh, childhood in Africa. So he's a kid that's basically lived all over, has no true ties here. 
and he wants to get out. He told me he wants to go out and, and discover a new region of the country. And right now, I think the schools that are really in strong contention for him are Michigan, Michigan State and Stanford. Uh, he's a really high GPA, high academic kid. He values academics. And I think that that's what's giving Michigan an advantage. I think Michigan State has probably done the best job recruiting him, to be completely honest. They, they just have Brandon Jordan, their new assistant, has done a terrific job of recruiting him, which is not music to anybody's ears. But that's just kind of the fact right now. He, he's been to East Lansing twice. He's really enjoyed his time up there. But at the end of the day, I think this is a, a recruitment that Michigan can swing. I mean, he he talked to me during our interview about how much he's looked into Michigan's academics. And it's no secret that Michigan is a superior school to Michigan State. Um, when you look at Stanford, obviously Stanford is a tremendous school as well, but isn't really up to par with the football. So I think that Michigan offers the best of both worlds, elite football coming off a of college football playoff appearance and elite academics, a top 25 school nationally. So I feel like Eno could, you know, start to swing back towards Michigan following his official visit that is scheduled on June 17th. So we'll, you know, kind of see where, where things stand after that. But I do think with a strong OV, especially with him coming in on the 17th, which is basically going to be Victor's weekend. I don't know if they're going to continue to call it Victor's weekend, um, but that's the big weekend with a lot of kids coming in. I think he'll really have a blast. And he told me one of the things that kind of held him back was he's been to East Lansing twice. When he went out to visit Michigan, he was only there for basically 24 hours. So he didn't really get a good sense of the culture, the community, or the campus. So I think he just needs to get back and spend more time at Michigan and really meet with the you know, academic advisors really get to know the coaching staff on a personal level. This summer is when Jim Harbaugh really turns up the heat and gets personally involved. So that always helps Michigan as well. And I think um, the June 17th weekend will help spark some commitments. And I could see Michigan knocking off Michigan State in that recruitment. I know right now everything is trending towards Michigan State, uh, but this is one Michigan can, can win back for sure. Um, so after seeing uh no i made my way over to denton i'm sorry to garland name and forest to see marcus deal who is a top 100 offensive lineman um or he's listed as an offensive lineman so marcus deal is a prospect that we've talked about quite a bit um he's an absolute mauler as an interior offensive lineman michigan offered him really early sharon moore did a great job of getting on him and having a big zoom call with him and his father. And um, I, I came out to see him live in the fall and was really, really blown away by his performance. I think he's a, a five-star offensive lineman. I really do. But the problem with deal is he's looking to play defensive line and he's made it pretty clear to college coaches that he wants to play defensive line. And I'm not sure everybody is on board with that. So Mike Elston came out to see deal a week, or two ago, I want to say. Um, but I, I just, I, I think Michigan prefers him on the offensive line. And what I'm trying to get at is I don't think there's going to be much progress there because he wants to play on the defensive line. Now, if he changes his mind and wants to play on the offensive line, you for sure take him. But I think for now, things have kind of cooled off a bit with Marcus Steele. Um, also went out to see Peyton Bowen, Notre Dame commit. 
at um, at Den Geyer. So that was a, an interesting time. So I pulled up to see Bowen and the Notre Dame coach was there. Uh, so that was kind of an awkward experience, but I had a chance to catch up with Peyton. And it's kind of the same thing as, as Ashton in the sense that the last time I saw Peyton, I um, just didn't really get a ton from him. He talked a little bit about Michigan, didn't really express too much interest this time around. He was really excited to talk about Michigan. He's looking to make an official visit in the summer. I think things are progressing. Steve Klinkscale, Michigan's co-defensive coordinator, is doing a tremendous job of recruiting him. So I think even though he hasn't been to campus yet, he's obviously willing to leave the region, being committed to to Notre Dame. And I think he's very intrigued by what Michigan does defensively. They see him in kind of that Dax Hill type of role. He loves his relationship with Klink. So that one's progressing quickly. And then this morning I went out to Rockwall to see Noble Johnson, four-star wide receiver, another top priority on Ron Bellamy's board, wide receiver board. Um, Michigan just offered last month, uh, but Bellamy has been working that one for a couple months. And I think Michigan's right up there. You know, Texas A&M recently offered. That's obviously the home state school. But I don't think any school is doing a better job of recruiting Noble than Michigan. I think Ron Bellamy is the coach in contact with him every single day, putting in that work. He was rocking Michigan gear. He's friends with Alex Orgy, uh, who is also from Rockwall. So I think that helps. And Michigan is for sure going to get an official. Looks like we have our first question from Owen. Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers. All right, Owen, I'm about to let you in. Hello, can you hear me? Hey, what's up, Owen? Uh, how's it going? I was wondering, uh, Michigan got a crystal ball for Javon Brown earlier this week at a St. Thomas Aquinas down in Florida. Um, it was with one confidence. I was wondering if you had a, anything about that. Yeah, so um, Javon Brown was a, is a kid that was at Deerfield Beach uh, that Michigan offered early. Um, obviously, as you mentioned now, at St. Thomas Aquinas where – Michigan landed Jaden McBurrows and Jaden Hood a couple of cycles ago. But I think what that rider had to do was he had to get his crystal ball off of, from my understanding, obviously I don't work at 24 seven anymore. Um, but from my understanding, you can't put in foggy picks anymore. So you just have to move it to a different school. Uh, from what I've been able to gather, he's a little lower on the, the pecking order right now. Um, but he is a prospect that Michigan is evaluating and they would be in a really good spot. They made his top eight or something like that uh, a few months ago, but it, it really just depends on if Michigan pushes. If they do, I think they have a good shot at landing him. If they don't, you know, obviously, you know, we'll see where, where things stand with him, but he's a guy they're They're kind of keeping warm for now. Thank you. Yep. No problem. All right. looks like we have, Another request from Haven Harris. Haven, it's not letting me add you for some reason. Let me try. Okay, now it is.
PJ, can you hear me? Hey, I got you. Man. How's it going? Good. How you doing? Good. Uh, thanks for the report on Texas. It's uh, it does sound like everyone's working, but I was wondering if you could hit on um, tight end recruiting at all. You know, we we obviously got um, Andrew. I can never say his last name that transferred to Penn State, and then we were. It sounded like we were making some progress with a couple guys quickly, and but I haven't heard anything in a long while. Are there any updates on that? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, tight end recruiting is one that's been a little slower. At first, it looked like they were going to take two guys that might still be a possibility. It, you know, it could be one. I think it's still kind of it, it's a work in progress. Um, I think the switch to to Grant Newsom obviously slowed things down. I think Grant's going to be a, a great recruiter. Um, I just think it's it's more about him adjusting and getting the staff readjusted and resetting the board and things like that. But no, Grant's been working. He he was out in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I want to say late last week. Um, put out a report that he went out to see Riley Williams, who's the top target on the tight end board. So he recently included Michigan in his top group. He's expected to come in for an official visit this summer. Again, he's the number one target on the board. It is a tough battle. Oregon is fighting hard to keep him in state. I would say that's the favorite right now. Miami has done a really nice job of recruiting him and Miami's kind of running rampant with NIL right now. So we'll kind of see how that situation plays out. But I think Michigan has a, a legitimate shot there. They, they've been on him for a while, even before Grant took over as the tight ends coach. Jay uh, was out to see him. Jim Harbaugh personally saw him during the last uh, evaluation period when head coaches were allowed to go out on the road as well. So yeah, I, I do think that that Riley Williams is is an interesting possibility, but again, uh, a little more of a, a longer shot. I do think that Michigan is still in a great spot with Deacon Tonielli um, out of Chicagoland. He's scheduled to come in for his official visit in mid June. This is a kid that just kind of stays off the grid. That's why you don't really hear a lot of reports on him or, or really anything about him. I went out to Oswego to see him um, last month and, and we had a really good in-depth Q and a over at the Wolverine, which again, for you guys listening, you can get all the scoop for $1 for one year. Uh, but I went out to see Deacon and we had a great sit down interview. He's been there twice his most, or actually three times already is his, his uh, most recent visit had his mom on campus for the first time and she loved it. Uh, he's building a great relationship with Grant Newsom as well. So I think that, that he's definitely a potential commit candidate for the summer. Uh, he just kind of fits that Michigan mold. He's been to campus quite a bit and Michigan's had a lot of success in Chicago land in general. So I would say Deacon is probably the most realistic get at tight end. Uh, and then another kid that I'm really interested in is Cade Eldridge out of the Pacific Northwest. Um, so Michigan's director of um, recruiting operations, Albert Karshnia, has a really interesting tie out in the Seattle area. So he recruited Marcus Griffin, who now works with Ford Sports Performance as a trainer, coach, mentor. Um, and that that group, FSP, trains a lot of big-time athletes in that area, including uh, Cade. And so I think that connection is definitely helping. Uh, actually, I was going to put out uh, some notes on the Pacific Northwest guys here in the next 24 hours, but it's looking like he's going to make an official visit to Michigan 
this summer. Uh, some of the, the schools out West are recruiting him hard. USC's involved, Washington's involved. But I am told that Cade would like to leave the Pacific Northwest uh, or just the region overall. I think Michigan is in a prime spot to land him. And I think that um, I think they would complement each other well. Uh, Cade's kind of a converted defensive end that's more of a physical type and then you have uh deacon who's more of a a wide receiver basketball uh type of guy so i think again they would complement each other well if you're able to pair those two um michigan's still looking at some other options at the position uh they they're off to a really good start in 2024 they've got a couple of uh really interesting targets down in georgia uh, including Landon Thomas, who I think Michigan's right up there with early on. Uh, but for the 23s, I think my focus would probably be more on Deacon and Cade with a, with a few others still kind of involved. They they just offered a kid out of Houston, Chico Holtz. Um, they just offered a kid in Georgia today. Um, so uh, at Jelani Watkins. So there's, uh, there's some more options, but I, I think those are the two big names to know, of course, along with Riley. Awesome. Uh, one other question. Um, can you, any preview of what your trip to the DMV is going to be? I know that there's, uh, we put a lot of feelers out in Baltimore, obviously with um, Biff being from out there, anything that you can share uh, ahead of time before your trip? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm going to, St. Francis actually is is cool because they're an independent school, so they don't have to follow the rules. Um, so they can have spring ball. And that's awesome. So I'm going to get to see a, a practice out there. So really interested to get to see another live evaluation of 2024 quarterback Michael Van Buren. Uh, so Michael is like one of my favorite guys in the 24 class. We talked so much about Julian Sayan out in California and CJ Carr, of course, and rightfully so. But I would not, in a world where Michigan just gets Michael Van Buren, like I would be ecstatic. I know Bose fans wouldn't, but Michael Van Buren, I think, is the real deal. I think he's uh, going to be pretty close to, you know, where Bryce Young was. I, I really think that highly of him based on what I've seen, just flashes from last year, getting to see him throw at the Under Armour camp in Baltimore last month. I just, I love his swagger. I think he's a guy. Uh, that that could be, you know, Michigan's quarterback take or one of two takes, you know, 20, 20, 2024 could have two quarterbacks. So, again, I just love Michael Van Buren's skill set. I mean, we're not talking enough about that kid. Um, obviously, St. Francis is home to a lot of other talented underclassmen in 2023. You have top 100 edge Deshaun Womack. There's still some work to do with him. You have uh, Isaiah Neal, three-star three technique who you know is kind of a little bit lower on the board but a, a guy that's very very interested in michigan just had uh um in his top group so definitely excited to go out and and hang out at st francis i've actually i've seen the st francis kids in camps and stuff i've been to a st francis game um elsewhere i, I saw when i first jumped on the michigan beat I saw uh blake corum and the kai play in in california actually against bryce young um but I've never actually been to St. Francis, so I'm excited to actually get out there, see a practice, see, you know, what, what the program's all about. Obviously, it has a, a lot of history behind it. So uh, I'm leaving Dallas first thing in the morning tomorrow and then heading out to their practice and then staying the night. And then I'm going to Washington, D.C. On Thursday, I'm going to uh, stop at Carroll, obviously, to see Joseph Mapoy and uh, hopefully Nicholas Harbor, uh, if it works out, 
Um, Nick uh, always has track stuff going on. So I'm trying to coordinate uh, with him to see if he's actually going to be there. So usually towards the end of the week, Nick is always gone. Like he, he does national track events. So sometimes he has to leave as early as Thursday, but I'm hoping to, to get there in time to see Nick. I, I will see Joseph and I'll get to see the staff again there at Archbishop Carroll. And then I'm going to make my way to uh, DeMotha to see uh, Jason Moore, top 100 defensive lineman who uh, Michigan is, is still very much in the mix with uh, Michigan also offered an offensive tackle there. And he has the hardest name to pronounce, but uh, he's just called Tree because he's a massive tackle that I loved at the Under Armour camp. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to, to see those guys as well. And then I'm going to make the drive down to Virginia Beach. Um, my wife's actually coming with me on the trip. That's why it's all like a convoluted plan. But uh, we're actually going to just kind of go out there and see um houses and places to live since i'm gonna move there for a couple of years uh while she finishes up her phd research so that's kind of my plan for the week ej thanks for answering the question and thanks for getting out there working i've been a member of basically all the michigan pay sites and you're uh you got your recruiting and what i'm sure we'll get from marshall is uh top notch thanks so much yep thank you all right, guys, I think we have gone. If anybody has any more questions, please hop in right now. I'm going to give one more plug to the Wolverine.com. If you don't get your question in before the plug, then I will have to depart. Um, but I appreciate uh, Haven and Owen for hopping in the spaces, as always, and, and getting their questions in. But, um, yeah, like I said, we're offering $1 for one year right now at the wolverine.com that gets you premium access to all our content not just recruiting content but football basketball basketball recruiting our team guys uh do a terrific job as well and um yeah our, our message board is, is phenomenal i mean we have daily threads going on at, at all times of the day and night where you can discuss anything from you know michigan sports to the latest lawnmowers and barbecue pits i don't know there's always stuff going on over at the fort message board so come join the discussion with your fellow michigan wolverine fans um get the latest on michigan recruiting and all the inside scoop at the wolverine.com right now one dollar for one year doesn't look like anybody else had any questions so i appreciate you guys hope you all enjoyed the texas rundown and and the preview to the uh dmv trip i'll have a lot more from that and in between I guess the last time I did a space and now I finished up my Georgia run. So I'm going to put a big scoop piece up for my Atlanta and Dallas swings uh, tomorrow. That'll be like 2000 words worth of uh, insider notes, which I'm sure our subscribers at the Wolverine will enjoy. So come be one, $1, one year.